podcast guesting. It's like you are in your own home, you're from your room, you're in your comfort zone. And actually just having this setup is, is, is so much easier than being actually like on a stage and speaking to hundreds of hundreds of people. I found that this is the way that I love to show up. And it also makes a huge impact on my business. All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Are you struggling with email marketing for your coaching business? Building an email list is crucial to connect with your clients and increase conversions, but it's not easy. That's where the Cleaning Hacks List Builder and Marketing Kit comes in. You'll get everything you need to build an email list of raving fans and potential clients, including a lead magnet, cover images, opt-in page, thank you page, and follow-up emails. And the best part, it's completely free. And if that isn't enough, I've also created video guides to walk you step-by-step through the setup process. Download your free kit and make it happen. All right, guys, I am so excited for this episode. I have my new friend, Christine, here to talk about podcasting. So many of you are overwhelmed about podcasting. You're overwhelmed on where to find podcasts. You may be even overwhelmed because you're an introvert. I totally get it. I was scared to take all these steps. But the one thing that I want you to think about is how much energy you're spending doing your social media versus maybe getting on a podcast and having a really beautiful exchange of conversation and interview to take your business to the next level and have that visibility. Christine, can you tell everyone a little about yourself? Yes, absolutely. So thank you so much, Rachel, for having me. I'm super excited and honored to be here and share more about podcast guesting uh, with your audience of health coaches. So yeah. Uh, So yeah, like I mentioned, my name is Christine and I'm podcast guesting expert and strategist and founder of the Podcast Growth Agency. Uh, So what I do is I actually help uh, coaches and service providers and just purpose-driven female entrepreneurs to really gain strategic visibility, elevate their authority, and also generate quality leads by leveraging the power of podcast guesting. So you're not just literally solely relying on social media, right? Yeah. Uh, So I'm also a wife and I'm actually soon to be mom of two. And And, uh, I'm also based in Europe, Latvia. So that's why you hear my accent sneaking in a little bit. Uh, But yeah, uh, during the years I've actually counted and I have booked uh, 500 plus interviews for myself and for my clients and been directly responsible for, you know, countless additional collaborations that presented themselves after podcast interviews. That's why I love them so much. So I'm incredibly passionate about helping, you know, coaches to really gain strategic visibility outside their social media and really to use podcast guesting as the major marketing tool for their business. 
Well, let's even talk about this introverted coach who may yeah. be fearful to show up on video. This is the thing I hear constantly. Whenever I have a client sign up with me, I say, are you comfortable doing this on video? And the answer most often is no. Can you talk to me even before we start to get into this five-step framework, talk about that comfortable, like how do you get comfortable on video to be able to do this? Yeah, I think uh, you just get comfortable by uh, being uncomfortable first and just doing the work. That's what helped me. I was also super nervous. Uh, to be on the video for the first time but once I done like two three times was like okay it's not it's actually not I, that not difficult <laughs> no I'm not gonna die and I'm also I'm super and I also even consider myself as an introvert in some cases because I really need the time to recharge after parties after um, just client calls and after big trainings I, I like to actually be alone I, I love company of myself right. I'm not like enjoying big crowds all the time and public speaking like in front of big crowds it's it's scary but podcast guesting it's like you are in your own home you're from your room you're in your comfort zone and actually just having this setup is 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 so much easier than being actually like on a stage and speaking to hundreds of hundreds of people and or even uh, in a room where you're speaking yeah. to like 10 people I love yeah. that you talked about doing this from the comfort of your own home I know yeah. it's introvert I love working from my home it yeah. allows me the opportunity to like gauge my energy and really tap into the different tap into kind of that alone time but also to be able to grow my visibility doing episodes like this or live trainings and I would say yeah. just to reiterate what you said because it's so important that that first time you did a podcast you felt nervous but it was like you have to get into the habit of doing it and practicing and gain over the fear and stepping into the uncomfortable zone. Yeah, absolutely. And I would also say I was doing only audios before and I saw the impact it made. And I was like, okay, Christine, oh, wow. it's not so scary. You definitely could take the next next step. I mean, that Zoom, you're like everything is on Zoom now. It's not so scary at all. If you go on a street, people see your face and it's literally the same. It's just on Zoom. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And the impact it made, it was like, okay, now I actually have this extra content that I can repurpose. Yeah. Now I have audio and video and it's not scary at all. And, and it's I found for myself that this is actually the way I love to show up instead of pointing reels and dancing on TikTok. Yeah. That's really that takes energy away from me, really creating videos. And after the anxiety after it's just not worth it for me personally, some yeah. people love it, but I found that this is the way that I love to show up. And it also makes a huge impact on my business. So that's just, you have to kind of find the ways that feel good for you. And I think podcast guesting definitely can be the one for introverts, especially. So let's talk about this five-step framework. Yeah. Walk, walk this client through, because I know that we have questions like, I can almost hear my community say like, how do I even find a podcast? Yeah. How do I, how do I come up with the ideas for my pitch for a podcast? Like all those questions that come in looming when you feel that nervousness. Yes, definitely. So first I would like to even talk about the steps even before pitching and even before the outreach. So I'm a big advocate on steps to effective podcast outreach and visibility strategy. So for that, you kind of, I will walk you through my three, three steps that I need for truly effective 
strategy that we need to before the before outreach process even begins. So step one, um, you have to get clear on three things. And it's non-negotiable for, for me, for my clients is you have to understand who you are as an expert. You have to be very specific here. So what I mean by that, it's not going to work if you just say, oh, I'm a health coach or I'm a health coach for women or I'm a nutritionist, like go deeper than that. Are you working with your, are you working with hormones? Are you functional nutrition specialists for women over, you know, 50, 40? Are we talking health optimization specialist for six and seven figure entrepreneurs? So this is how deep I want you to think about it because that will really change. Really dive in, niche down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because niche that down. will change everything for you in terms of research in terms of validation because if you are a health coach for example that targets really ambitious driven business owner women I'm going to put you on business podcasts right and I'm going to find a way how how I can um, you know turn your message and make it like valuable for business owners because health is wealth in a way and health definitely affects your sales your energy and if business owner is not feeling well, you know, the business is not gonna, it's the not gonna just not gonna yeah. survive. No, 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 no. And the second thing is you have to really understand who is your target audience. Like we just discussed, you really have to be clear on that. Again, dive really deep here. And three, what transformation do you provide for your clients? So that's step one. Uh, so step number two would be you should get super clear on the biggest pain points that your ideal clients are having. And right. step number three, based on all of that, uh, on your expertise, based on your clients' pain points, based on everything that we just discussed, you definitely can create a signature compelling speaking topics. And you kind of like have to present them in a way that hosts will be like, yes, <laughs> let's they, book you. And they'll uh, yeah. really want to dive in because yeah, and, you made a compelling pitch. Yes. And how I like to do that is I actually like to highlight the problem. And then I offered the solution in the same kind of sentence that is my speaking topic. Uh, and hosts usually are, yes, my audience definitely struggles with that. I know that this is a problem. Let's have you on a show. Usually these are like how-to topics, really strategic topics. And sometimes these are just topics about, you know, my individual journey as human, you know, like right. mothership or business ownership or entrepreneurship. These are also great topics, but these are more story-based podcasts. So you really can see from previous episodes what they really want. So you can kind of adapt. Well, and I think that every introvert watching this, or even if you're ambivert, where you're a combination of introvert and extrovert, can say that each one of them has the knowledge and the expertise to do a talk. I think it's yes. getting comfortable in that talk would you suggest when you're picking your topics, I mean, you have your pitch, but when you're picking your topics, do you like to have three different talks or do you think that somebody should just focus on one? I definitely think that uh, what I like to say is I like to have three to five, but three is like signature things to me, like completely, like totally signature things to me because I don't also want my audience to be overwhelmed with things I do. Um, yes, you can be multi-passionate and that's very niche yeah. specific. Yes, yes. Especially if you are just starting out, I think you should perfect the one or two things you deliver. You have only a few offers once you start out. So really it makes sense to connect your offers to your speaking topics. And uh, yeah, and that's and that's the same thing over and over again. 
it will maybe for, get yeah <laughs> for an introvert is it uncommon that somebody shows up with powerpoint slides for a podcast or is that kind of should this topic be something that you could do in your sleep I think both. I am actually not uh, against having like a notes in front of you or a right. cheat sheet, because especially if you're sharing uh, like a strategic step-by-step -step guide on something, I am actually having my notes in front of you. And I want to make sure that I walk my audience through it. And I see right. nothing wrong with if I'm like looking into my notes, because even like presidents have notes in front yeah. of them. So, <laughs> so why not me? So also I have found okay, I'm, I'm on a video now, but I have my notes in front of you just because, for example, if I'm sharing five-step framework, seven-step framework, and we are having a conversation in between each step, like I'm having these long pauses and I can just easily forget what I wanted to share and it's not so dynamic. So I always actually suggest if you are just starting out, if you are nervous, by all means have like notes in front of you, just like bullet points that you wanted to share. It will make the conversation so much like it's it will be so much dynamic and enjoyable and you will feel not so stressed out. I love that. So we niche down, we really think about our target audiences, step two. Step three is we develop that pitch. Yeah. And yeah. typically I would say that it would be good for somebody to work with somebody like you because developing that pitch, Yeah. It, do you think it's an easy thing for a coach or would you suggest, I mean, how do you do it? I know it's problem and solution, but is it, yeah. is it more like an elevator speech? Yes, definitely. I think once you have, first things I would like to say, I like a pitch template, but in order to create pitch template, I am I have to be clear on my speaking topics here, okay? Yeah. So I have to develop them strategically, first of all, and I kind of need to na nail them down. Also develop them catchy, uh, that they make sense for the audience, that they highlight the problem and that offer solution. And if you are really great at messaging, do it by your own but if you feel <laughs> but if you just feel that okay it's it's just too much i'm too right. close to my business it's just impossible because that, that also happens for me i'm like i'm doing that for my clients all day long but when it comes to me myself like i'm I sometimes totally just can too close <laughs> yeah i'm just too close uh, like i'm just in a zone in my business and i can't see like the bigger picture so right. what i like to do is work with somebody that actually helps me to like like nail down what I want to say because messaging is so important. So that's what we actually do in our VIP days, in our done for you for uh, clients and our pitch reviews. And uh, yeah, in my upcoming course, I also have like literally a workbook that I walk them through because having a strategic topic is really key because, okay, once we are get booked on podcast, that's great. But where's that actually gonna go, right? We kind of want to, have this traffic drive somewhere, somewhere meaningful. So uh, also, yeah, developing topic that is catchy, but also having a strategy behind that. So it's so great to have someone to have a strategy call with, because sometimes I, we will have two hours where we like, okay, what is your target audience? Uh, who you want, to, like who you want to reach? What is, what is the vision for your business, first of all? And then all of these things combining, we develop a truly great, topics like 10 topics and then we like uh leave only three to five the best out of the best that's that that's the process that I like to go through so we've gone through the three-step process what is what is the process for somebody to find what podcast they want to get on yes I love that 
So actually I have like a literally exam live example that, yes. I, that I can share with you. Uh, because yeah, once you have nailed down your target audience, who you are as an expert, it becomes so much easier to actually establish the guidelines for the research phase because now we are actually know what we are looking for and we are yes. <laughs> when we actually know and what we know the, the goals of our business. Yeah. I think that's an important thing that you brought up. Absolutely, like yeah. Knowing what are the best podcasts for you to be on. And so you're not wasting time in the research process. Absolutely. So what I like to do is actually I like to have three methods to my, I like to use three methods to my research. So first is very, very easy. It's uh, Google research. And that I will use uh, if I have nothing else uh, on the horizon, right? I don't have any aligned show in mind. I don't have um, aligned nothing. I don't have aligned expert in mind. I don't, I'm starting from complete scratch, right? Uh, mm -hmm. This is, and and I have only like keywords in my mind. Like I would say best health and wellness podcasts for women, let's say, <laughs> or, or best podcast for whatever you're looking for, basically. And I will right. literally type in the keywords and start my research from there. And again, I will show you how I do this in the live example. The second method that I love, love, love to use is one of my favorite because it's really helps to find me aligned shows, really aligned shows very, very fast. And it's expert method using iTunes. I just simply type in expert's name and I see where this person has been on. But for that, I have to know a specific expert, right? I have to kind of, or, or maybe this is my competitor. Maybe this is someone I admire. Maybe this is uh, someone from a complementary field. But the parameters here are we have the same target audience essentially. And third thing, how I uh, third way how I like to find podcasts is through social media and through Instagram. It's a really great way how to research and also validate potential shows by aligning with host first, with their personality, with their lifestyle, with their values. Because if I'm not, if my values are completely different than the host, probably that's not going to be a good idea to record with this person, especially if we are completely on the same page on some basic life life values. If it's not like aligning, like I just don't want to record with this person. So that's why I also like to research via social media. Uh, so I'm going to walk you through expert research a bit because I uh, mentioned that the main factor here is your target audience has to be the same or very similar. So what I mean by that, I can quickly explain. So for example, I'm a business coach for health and wellness coaches, let's pretend, or I am a web designer for health and wellness professionals. See, we both offer different services, but we have the same, it's the same target audience, right? Health and wellness coaches. Yeah. So the same, yeah. And it can also be someone from uh, my competitor, let's say someone that I admire, like someone that is 10 steps ahead of me in business. Let's say let's famous speaker or nutrition coach, but I'm just starting out. So I can also use this famous person to look to maybe leverage in their yeah. list, leverage yeah. their community. Yes, absolutely. And that's super easy. You just insert the names on iTunes and you find an, uh, and you find aligned shows. Definitely it takes time, uh, but it's very, very fast, especially if the person's investing in PR and, and media. So I also can share you more about how I validate each show after I actually found one. So I always uh, ask the following questions whenever I have 
something potential in front of me that could be interesting. Uh, and I always walk walk myself through these questions before I even say, okay, this 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 show is good. Let's move it into the pitch list, okay? Because I don't want to waste time pitching the wrong shows if it's just not aligned. Uh, so I'm going to quickly walk you through what are these yeah. questions. So first of all, what is their target audience? And is this aligned with mine? So second, is there a gap for me and my message and how I can serve their specific audience? So how I like to do it is I actually go through the previous episodes and see what they're talking about and see, okay, is there a gap for me? Uh, also super important, does the show accept guests? <laughs> really, really important. <laughs> That's a really important question. <laughs> yes. Is it solo episodes only or like 10 minute episodes or they're actually having a guest speakers, experts. Uh, sometimes it's on their, literally on their website, they will have an application or contact form with instructions, but that's again, your homework to kind of research on that and see to whether, whether or not they're actually uh, accepting guests. The next thing, does the show actively release this episode? So I want to know, are they serious? Are they releasing weekly episodes or are they maybe once per six months or a few months? They're not just really serious and the possibility that they will just stop producing episodes are actually big so I want well, them to not, I love that you said this like are they investing to their marketing like are yep. they actually being consistent do they get social media images made for sharing yep. are they sharing it with their newsletter list doing different you know in marketing in those different ways yes absolutely because if I I'm on a show, I want the show to be monetizing themselves, okay? I want yeah. I want them to be marketing because if I'm on a show that looks bad, that makes me look bad as yeah. an expert. And if I'm on a show that are really investing in their marketing, are making graphics, are making reels, audiograms, sharing on email lists, sharing on Instagram or social media, that instantly makes me feel good as an expert. And also my credibility grows at the same time, for sure. When would you ask these questions? Do you ask them right away? I ask or them right away. Oh, you ask them right away in an I, email uh, or a DM? Uh, no, I just like validate them from what I see. I will, oh, from what you say. Perfect. Yeah, I can literally like dive in my example right now and I will talk more about these platforms. Like the, my favorite platforms that I like to use for validation. I will just quickly read them. It's chartable.com. It's listennotes.com. iTunes, of course and host social media platform and website. I use that those platforms to kind of validate and make my decision off of that so I can make sure I pitch only the best shows and I don't waste my time yeah. pitching the, the wrong shows for me, essentially. So yeah, let's just start with the life example. So literally, I have like my example already prepared, so we are <laughs> moving on pretty quickly. But let's just pretend that I'm a health coach for women over 40. And I'm literally typing in Google research. Let's pretend that I'm starting from point zero. I'd, I have nothing in mind, no, no show, no expert in mind. I'm literally starting out as a health and wellness coach. And I want to help, help women over, 50, uh, over 40. So I'm typing best health and wellness podcast for women over 40. And I kind of see, okay, what's available here? And all these forums start to kind of show up, okay? And I pick one, pick one that is... Yeah, let's say this one, you might also like, I will pick just the, the, the first thing that literally Google uh, provided me, well beyond 40, JJ Virgin, let's yeah. say. 
I'm literally typing the name into Google and I see what's coming up. Well, and I think also what I love that you're bringing up about this is you can go on JJ Virgin and see who she's also interviewed and see if it's a podcast. Like there's so many things to do when you're researching that give you such great ideas for guests that you may want to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm literally just scrolling down, opening her iTunes, opening her podcast, and I'm just seeing what's, what's, what's coming up. This is a huge show from what I can see. She has a huge show. (laughs) She has a huge show, uh, 1000 episodes. That's incredibly large number. So I'm going to just like kind of check her out on um, Chartable. And what I like about Chartable, it's it's a platform that combines all the ratings and reviews. So yeah, or I'm just going to open up on Apple, whatever it is, whatever, whatever works for me. But yeah, from what I see, it's instantly, it's a bigger show. She's very well established. Just from thousand episodes, I can see that, okay, this show is not joking around. They are consistently... She's very consistent. They're releasing episodes uh, weekly. And I'm, I'm just curious what Chartable says about, uh, about this show. So I, am, I want to well beyond 40. Okay. I instantly see 800 ratings. That's a very big number. That's a very big number. Of course, they are bigger shows out there, but 800, that instantly shows me that this is a very big number. Uh, how... And maybe, maybe I can even see what the listen note says about that. That's another platform that I like to use to kind of see how big the show is. So I can understand whether or not I'm actually ready to pitch the show, especially if I'm just starting out as a coach. I love that you brought that up because maybe if you're not ready, you don't want to waste a pitch. Yeah. You don't want to waste your time because if you're literally just starting out, the possibility that they will reply to you with a positive reply I'm going to just say it's very slim yeah (laughs) it's very slim it's it's not nothing personal it's nothing personal it's just they're just a bigger show and they're possibly work working with celebrities and very well-known experts that had thousands of thousands of people in their communities because guess what they also want to grow their audience that's just that's just normal that's just the way it is um but yeah I love listen notes for that just because it has this listen score and it shows the global rank. Oh, wow. I really, I really love this kind of like feature. You can instantly see how big the number is. And it shows that this podcast is one of top 0.5 most popular shows globally. So that instantly shows me that's a huge show. And right. I also want to add that so you can better understand the rankings and reviews. So if you just starting out again, I typically recommend starting from zero to 100 ratings. That's an amazing place to start. There are so many amazing podcasts with thousands of thousands of downloads that you can be on and you don't have to pitch those huge shows and waste your time and then kind of think about and hey, feel defeated. yeah and feel defeated I'm like why yeah. is nobody responding like yeah is this me is this my pitch and you just give up yeah and that's that's not what I want you to do I actually want you to make results like re- get results from this so that's why I like the validation piece so much because that's why you can that's where you can really establish whether or not this is a great show for me so yeah that's why I really like love to use 
platforms like Chartable and ListenNotes.com. But uh, yeah, based on uh, based on the research, I would actually love to kind of check her name on iTunes and see maybe she's been investing in her visibility. So I'm literally typing her name on iTunes and see what comes up. And it just shows me that she's definitely investing in her visibility. She's been a frequent guest, like essentially you, the other side of weight loss. And those are great. I mean, you're bringing up like 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40. I mean, even more, all these different podcast shows that you can go and look that these would be other podcasts that you may want to yeah, um, absolutely. This is this is a goldmine right here. And I, I promise you that not all of these shows are huge shows. You can just go one by one and try to see, okay, which one is a fit for me? Because JJ Virgin also started out <laughs> at some point, right? She's not uh, this huge expert at the year first. Probably she started, she's been around. She started out at chapter zero. <laughs> Yeah, she's probably started out just like you did, you did like from complete zero. So yeah, uh, just just start checking the podcast that she's been on and checking, yeah, what's what's what else is available. So this is how I like to kind of check and see uh, actually actually podcast validation. So I don't end up with only huge shows on my list. So this is the, the main, uh, mainly how I like to do it. And I will go through the previous episodes, see what they talk about, uh, see if there's a gap for my message and kind of kind of see, okay, is this a fit for me or not? I love that. So what would be our next step for the coach? Yeah, Make definitely. a list of the different, make or a list t- of different podcasts that they would like to pitch to. Yes, absolutely. I would create uh I would create a pitch, a pitch list. I will just stop sharing. Uh I will create a pitch list and I will just go through it. Whenever I have time, I will send a pitch. I will mark the date when I send a pitch. And after seven days, I usually do the follow-up. Oh, smart. Why I do why I do tracking? Because once you start pitching a lot of shows, you'll just for, forget. Okay. When I have to do the follow-ups, when I when I send this pitch initially, so I like to track everything, and I just have a simple Google uh, sheet, like I call it pitch tracker, where I literally have a column uh, about the show, their social media, what's the angles I'm going going for, especially if I'm submitting the form, I like to actually uh, like list what topics I suggested, because sometimes they will get back to you months after you submitted the form and then you are just, okay, right. what I, what I, did. That. I mean, I, didn't, <laughs> somebody submitted a form and it took me months. Like when it yeah. came, I didn't, I thought about the show and I kind of went through the process. Like, would this be a good fit? And at that time it didn't seem like a good fit, but I've gone back to applications and actually said, I know it's been a while, but would your guests love to show up on my show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's definitely after some some time you just forget and that's normal. So that's why I love to track everything and especially for the follow-up part, because what I like love, love to do is actually uh, I will send initial pitch via email or via submission form, whatever is there. Um, preferred way because that's probably on their um, 
website or on their social media, they will right. give you instructions on how you should contact them. And I suggest you follow those instructions because they are there for a reason. <laughs> they are there for yeah. a reason. Yeah. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're following the instructions. <laughs> absolutely. So it's just a form of, I think, respect that you did your homework and actually went into like their went to the website and actually researched what are the instructions and you actually yeah you just follow the rules that's just I think just respectful way how you can do that not just sending pitches uh to email if they literally have a form that's just that's just something yeah <laughs> uh, I want to yeah mention and then after seven days when I send initial pitch I will do follow-up via email and then I will actually do a follow-up simultaneously on social media and just let them know, hey, I actually just send a follow-up uh, email since I can't reach you. Uh, I, I'm actually here because I uh, send you my, uh, my guest suggestion or send myself, uh, I want to nominate myself as a, as a guest to your show and definitely mention the name of the show. And I will also like, and I also like to use what I call mini media kit it's kind of a visual presentation of yourself where you can include more about yourself like your logo whether or not you are a host of the show in a very visual way I am like in seconds I get very clear it's a it's like a, I get very clear picture almost about a guest it's almost like a one pager yeah but, but it's like a mini page, page. it's yeah. like a mini page for social media because one pager there's a lot of info and on, on our phones, we just have so much space, right? So I don't want to write these long DMs. I just have, hey, this is this is me. I just uh, send a follow-up email. Here is more information about me. There will be maybe three signature topics, my headshot, maybe logos of my previous, uh, like where I have been featured on, if I have features mm -hmm. or not, uh, then my previous podcast episodes, and then just my signature speaking topics and maybe more about my stats, my social media, if I have like a big following or email list, whatever it is. And it doesn't have to be big. It's just your information about you. Because if you're pitching uh, someone that is maybe on the same level as you or a bit higher, that's totally okay because they are on the same level right. as you. So don't be intimidated by the numbers and don't be like, oh, I don't have thousands of thousands of followers. But if you're pitching a show that has only like a couple thousand or hundreds on Instagram or on whatever social media platform, they also don't have those numbers. But guess what? They have right. a great audience that is aligned with your message and it's a great show for you. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's how I like to do it. Do you think that we've missed anything in this episode? I think no, it's just... Uh, <laughs> We pretty much covered, covered a lot. <laughs> Can you tell everyone where to find you? Yes, absolutely. So if you want to have, you know, support when it comes to podcast guesting or whether it's a self-paced course or a VIP day with me so I can help you with actual strategy part. So just DM me on Instagram uh, at thepodgrow or my website, thepodgrow.com. So I think all the links will be also in the show notes. So this is where you can find me. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. I think this episode was fantastic. I know for myself, it can be scary to do these kind of things, but on the other side of that fear is that freedom. And you start yes. to feel like you've tackled this thing that was really, really difficult and really scary. 
but you've started to do it and it's helped you exponentially in other areas of your life as well. Absolutely. It's just, it's just becoming a match to your new identity step by yeah. step. And after a year, after a few months, you're like, oh my God, I just did that. Like, I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it and have a Thank beautiful day. Guys, Thank you so much. Sure, yeah. If you are looking for podcast support to hire a woman just like this, she has shown you all her expertise today and made it really simple. Whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, we've gone through how to validate, how to research some of the most pinnacle points and also how to come up with your pitch. Make sure to niche down, make sure to think about your target audience and make sure to develop those pitches so that you feel confident going into podcasting. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.